evening and welcome to Windy City Irish Radio. My name is Tim Taylor. I'm here with my great co-host, Mike Shevelin. And you know, Mike, we talk a lot about the music and we talk a lot about the theater groups that we have. But we don't always talk a lot about the charitable things that we do no, for the community. No, right? no, we don't. And uh, in our case, uh, you know, sometimes it actually benefits us, you know. And so if you remember back at the Irish American Heritage Center, just uh, late last year, we had a big trivia fundraiser for the... Oh, thank you for the dream secrets. I appreciate that. Yeah, I remember like it was yesterday. I do. I do. Yeah, we had a big trivia night, and as part of that trivia night, we had a silent auction. And one of the silent auction prizes is that you can be co host of Windy City Irish Radio. And uh, so, of course, for us, that takes all the hard work out of it. uh, We get a week off. Yeah, we get one week off. And so, we have a special guest uh, here in the studio. We have Margie McCartney, and then, of course, our old friend. Karen DeCanter. Do you remember Karen? You talked about foraging. She loves lots to forage. Of forage, you know. And, yes. And she thought that'd be a, like a fun trip in Ireland, but and for it would me, be. I, I like for everybody else to do the foraging yeah, on we, my behalf. We did And I actually that. pay a premium for that. Yeah. Yeah. So Margie and Karen are going to be here in the Windy City Irish Radio Studios. I don't really know what they've got planned, but they're the co-host, right? So they're the ones that are going to set the stage for tonight's stories show. Stories upon stories upon stories. You think so? Yeah, I yeah, think so. What yeah. do you guys think? Karen, welcome. Margie, hello. How are you? Thanks, guys. Good to see you. It's, it's very nice to have you back. And Margie, it's great to have you here. I, I know that uh, you're going to regale us with a number of stories of your travels around the world, especially to the old sod, Ireland, correct? Absolutely. Just got back. There you go. So uh, we have an hour of quality entertainment. We're going to play some music along the way. And we were talking a little bit before the show. You know, I, I know you guys are notorious for your girls' nights. So um, we're going to start the show here with a song from Gaelic Storm off of their recent album, Matching Sweaters, about a girls' night in Galway. I've known doormen and bouncers tougher than steel A moonlighting cop and an ex-Navy SEAL There's only one thing that'll give them a scare It's running into the girls when they're out on the tear If you bail them and mayhem and mischief in mind The worst that the band does and by gigs combined They'll put fear in the hearts of the stoutest of men God help us, it's girls night and go away again Chat down at the pub, but it's back for at night at the old Roshan Dub. Twenty stout lads hiding back in the loo, afraid for the lights or what the ladies might do. Uh, Done up for the night in the rouge and mascara, high leather boots and a plastic tiara, sipping on cosmos and vodka with lime. And then it's Red Bull and Jaeger bombs two at a time. If you bend them and mayhem and mischief and mine. The worst that the vandals and Vikings combined There were fear in the hearts of the stoutest of men God help us, this girl's night and go away again Send on the band, hear the lead singer's mic from his trembling hand. 
Butcher Bon Jovi and poor Johnny Cash At the disco they're practicing moves and gyrations In some foreign countries would be violations Some gullible lads thought they'd try for a dance Sure like lambs to the slaughter they had in a chance If you bedlam and mayhem and mischief in mind The worst that the vandals and vikings combined They put fear in the hearts of the stoutest of men This girl's man in Galway again Now as the sun rises up at a quarter to five The city of Galway somehow survived We come out of hiding when the ruckus dies down Till next week when the girls will be back on the town If you bedlam and mayhem and mischief in mind The worst and the vandals and vikings combined There were fear in the hearts of the stoutest of men God help us, this girl's night and go away again
that was House of Hamill, Fierce Cottage off the Wide Wake album. And then we started off the set, Gaelic Storm, Girls' Night in Galway. And speaking Girls' Night, we have a Girls' Night out right here yes, in do. the Windy City Irish Radio I feel Radio downright Studios. giddy about it. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm never really part of a Girls' Night, so this is kind of exciting. It's, this it's is a real first for me. Exciting and yeah. new, yes. So, yes, we have uh, we have Margie McCartney and Karen DeCanter here in the studio, and they were the very gracious donors of the uh, to the Irish American Hall of Fame Trivia Night, and uh, they actually they're here on purpose. They're here because they wanted to be Tim. They, uh, they did. Yeah, we need, we need to take that to heart and make sure we give them the best darn experience. And by the way, we still need to get the uh, the rest of the uh, the payment on that because that was a two thousand dollar donation, which I thought was really <laughs> that was really generous. That, that was, was really generous uh, that night, and so we'll have to talk about that after the show. <laughs> So, uh, so Margie, again, welcome to the show. Thanks so um, much. I know Karen, being the veteran there, she's got she's preparing and taking notes on all all the things that she's going to tell she's us. She's foraging through her notes she's right now. She's yes. foraging through her notes yeah. as we speak. Never so, live that so down. you just got on and got off of an airplane. You you've traveled the world, and uh, how many times have you been to Ireland? I've been to Ireland fourteen times. Wow. Yep. Wow. And your first time was when? Uh, I was 19. I went to school in Austria, my junior college for a semester, and I took a boat from La Havre, France, to Rosslare Harbor. And the first thing I did when I got there was open up the phone book and see. I thought there'd be hundreds and hundreds of McCartneys, and there were three. Of course, three McCartneys. <laughs> three wow. McCartneys. I was pretty disappointed. Now I, I'm wondering, like, if if at that point, you know, if there's three McCartneys, I mean, McCartney, that's a Pretty popular name, you would think. And you would I, think, and right? We've already proven on Windy City Irish Radio that it's quite an Irish name, right? And you very much know that, right, Margie? Through there your family, go. it's a very Irish name. So uh, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, did you call them all up? And no, I, um, I kind of just connected with my friends and did some fun things with them. But I do my mother's side of the family uh, is Donegans, and her grandpa was from Cork, and her grandmother was from Northern Ireland, from a small town called Quinn by the Bridge. And years later, I crawled around many cemeteries trying to find that grandma, great grandma McDonald, but to no avail. But uh, every time I go there, I just, I just smile at how beautiful and green it is, and how kind the people are, and there's always so much to do, and it just makes you feel really wholesome and happy. Yeah. Now I'm wondering, with a name like McCartney, is is Paul like your your uncle? Is he your brother? Is he you know? When, when I need a brother, oh, I'm talking about yeah. the, the Beatle, Paul. Yeah, you know, well, have I, you heard of him? Yeah, I, yeah. I have many times. Uh, sure, we actually were just in uh, um, London after Dublin, and my friends are over there for a couple of years. My friend's husband got transferred over there. And Paul McCartney lives around the corner from their house. So after dinner one night, we went by, and all the McCartneys stood in front of Paul McCartney's house and took a picture. I'm sure he would have invited us in, but he was out of town. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, family after all. Well, right, right. yeah. And I'm sure as soon as you said your name is McCartney, oh, oh, come on in. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. I actually have a Starbucks card with a picture of him on it from when he played at Wrigley Field, like, I don't know, maybe like five years ago or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And they were giving me out of Starbucks, and I've kept it, and I just add my money onto that card. And I was there one day, and they said, you know, you could sell this for like 100 bucks. I'm like, my last name is McCartney. Why would I sell this? You know, right. so I'll and and I'm sure that name McCartney gets you in places every once in a while, too, Well, right? I used to work for the National Restaurant Association, so um, it was good to have a business card if I needed a reservation that said National Restaurant Association. But more times than not, they would say, McCartney, is Paul coming? And I'm like, will that get me a faster reservation? Because if that's the case, then yes, he will, and that I'm his niece. Yes, yes, that makes sense. That and makes and sense. didn't you happen to have a uh, a relative that uh, ran into Paul McCartney at some point in time? Oh, uh, well, years ago, uh, our best friends are the Harrisons. So my mother George? and father, 
That would be George, George right? Harrison, yeah, right. My my parents and their best friends, the Harrisons, when they would travel around Europe together, frequently they would check into a hotel and say, you know, we're the McCartneys and the Harrisons, and the person at the front desk would laugh and say, yeah, sure, we're Star and Lennon, which we always got a big kick out of. But um, so Joan Harrison, who married Doug Harrison, her dad uh, years ago, about 40 years ago, was on a plane from London to Kennedy Airport in New York City, and he was sitting in first class next to a gentleman. And he had no idea who this man was, and he said, what's your name, son? And he said, my name is Paul. He said, what do you do for a living, Paul? And he said, I'm a musician. And he said, well, you're wearing jeans, but you're sitting in first class, so I guess you do okay. (laughs) Which I I laugh to this day because Paul McCartney must have been like, this is great. This guy has no idea who I am. He's not going to be grilling me the whole flight, you know? That's a good thing. Yeah, and Paul is doing pretty good, I I think. think Last I I checked, right? I I mean, I I think he's doing all right. So if if this was about 40 years ago, um, we have a song here we're going to play, and it was about the time, maybe a few years later. A few years before was when this song was released. And we're going to play a song in honor of Margie McCartney and Paul. And this is uh, Paul McCartney in Wings with uh, one of the closest. He's done a few kind of Irish songs. And this is the closest one, I think. It's got bagpipes. And you got to love bagpipes. Right. You know? and, 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 Adam at my wedding. All right. Here's Paul McCartney in Wings.
Join Frankie Gavin and Day Donnan in a musical tour to Ireland, September 6th through the 16th. Drive parts of the Wild Atlantic Way to experience the most breathtaking ocean views in Europe. Tour Frankie's hometown of Galway, where majestic swans greet you at the bay. Enjoy Bantry Bay to enjoy musical legacy of Chief O'Neill himself as we bring the best contemporary musicians to West Cork for a packed program of concerts, workshops, and sessions. Enjoy the beautiful fishing village of Dingle, the giddy heights of Cliffs of Moher, Connemara Region, Kylemore Abbey, and much, much more. Frankie and Day Donna will be performing at each location, but don't be surprised if there's an impromptu jam session on the road. There'll be music and merriment, conversation and crack around every corner. Contact Caddy Tours for more details at toll-free 866-387-6759. That's 866-387-6759 or online at caddytours.com. And you know, Mike, Caddy Tours was founded in 2002 and has developed a unique and specialized approach to creating customized touring arrangements for the discerning traveler like you and me. A helpful and knowledgeable staff combined with unsurpassed selection of hotels and services ensures all travelers are provided with a distinctive travel package tailor-made to fit their individual needs. You can reach Caddy Tours at 866-387-6759 or at caddytoursonline.com. Signature Bank, an institution founded and staffed by Irish and Irish at Heart Chicagoans, is dedicated to Chicago's Irish-American community. Signature Bank proudly offers ATM fee reimbursement up to $25 per month, so you can use your ATM card anywhere and everywhere. Receive $100 for simply moving your Social Security or payroll direct deposit to Signature Bank. Stop by one of the two locations, Harlem and Northwest Highway, just 10 minutes from the Irish-American Heritage Center, and on the corner of Wacker and Lake in the Financial District downtown. Be sure to ask for Ella Reardon, Marietta Mullane, or Signature Bank President Mike O'Rourke, or you can call them at 773-467-5624, or visit their website at signature-bank.com. Signature Bank, we're your kind of bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Stop by the Irish American Heritage Center at 4626 North Knox Avenue and visit the Fifth Province for live tunes, a bite to eat, and a proper pint. The Ancient Order of Hibernians, Division 32, and the Irish American Heritage Center host the annual joint golf outing on Friday, May the 19th at the Edgebrook Golf Course. It's got a 1230 shotgun start. Dinner and the awards presentation is from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Now, the cost is $100 for the golf experience and dinner, and it's $40 if you just want to do the dinner. Which is going to be me, because I'm, t- I'm a terrible golfer. I'm yeah. the duffer. Well, you can come out and ride in the beer cart. Oh, great idea. There you go. That's yeah. going to cost you 60 more bucks to do that. Though. Not to ride. And they got to buy Not all the foursome some beer. That's true. But uh, anyway, that's uh, Edgebrook Golf Course, May the 19th, the Ancient Order of Hibernians, and the Center Golf Outing. And uh, Byrne and Kelly, international stars of the Irish group Celtic Thunder, return to the Center in June, after a sold-out concert last April, the concert's Friday, June the 9th. It's at 8 p.m. Tickets are $35. And uh, we've been talking about the last few weeks, and it's uh, we are now, this is one month from today, Tim. Right, one month. Wow. Celebrate the 2017 class of the... I think this is more of a roughing it opportunity, Tim. I don't think it's... Uh, you know, yeah, because it just doesn't seem natural to be bathing out in the middle of a forest. There's ticks... No. There's little little <laughs> animals that you have to be well, keep careful in, of. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, in Radio Land, uh, this is the man that a year ago when we talked about foraging, had he just wanted to sit back and get the goods after everybody mm-hmm. else I, foraged. I pay for, for people to bring it to me, yes. Mike. That's what I do, yeah. But and you, so tell you, us about this new fad. I, I don't understand it. 
Yeah, no loofahs, no soap, shampoo. You just go out there and commune with nature. You're getting the energy from the trees and the sunshine. Mm. Okay. Think of your, your feet in the bare green Irish grass and just communing <laughs> with nature. <laughs> I'm thinking about needing a Band-Aid afterwards. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> I, I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. okay. And and so uh, so you, you're, you're out in the middle of a forest. Uh, you... you Clothe them, guessing clothed, right. Yeah, right. Clothed. Okay, that would be yes. better. Yeah, and uh, and you're just you're, you're and you're bathing, basking in the, in the trees, the wildlife, uh, the oxygen is that... away from cubicles, away from computers, communing with nature. Wow, no just, internet service. No then. internet. No right. Reset your circadian now, I'm rhythm. Wondering, perhaps after you Whoa. bathe, many possibilities. Reset your what? Circadian rhythm by what? putting away your technology and staying hmm. maybe a few days. Some, out in the that forest. sounds like something you could actually use. Did you? Did you know your... you had a circadian rhythm, Mike? <laughs> it's, I, it's, I, it's, it's, I don't think I could hear it. it. Yeah, it's it's just constantly ticking. Always, yeah. but it needs yeah. to be reset occasionally. Well, so yeah. you would go out to the forest. It sounds like something you could use. You would just walk around the forest and uh, and just kind of get away from it Do you get some foraging in while you're at it? You know, why not? Yeah. I, I, I think they go hand in hand yeah. like peanut butter and jelly. Wow. Forest Isn't that a little overloading then when you're, when you're trying to bathe but then forage <laughs> at the same time? I, I don't know. Well, I, you can wash multitasking. Your, we can, we, you can wash your berries mm. or whatever while you're you know in the same area that you're bathing yourself, but not in the same water or whatever it is that I'm you're... I'm giddy thinking about it. It sounds like a good time to be had by all. Well, our foraging correspondent, Karen DeCanter, reports here from on the Windy City Irish Radio Studios. Yeah, thank you, Karen. I, uh, you know, me personally, I prefer to eat, like, give me a bowl of spaghetti in front of the TV, but that's my way to get away from it. But uh, for everybody else, uh, you know... Um, Foraging and uh, it's forest a trend. bathing. A it's new a trend. trend. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. So Margie. Yes. I'm assuming on your trips, yes. um, there's no forest bathing. Uh, and yeah. if, and if, if you're foraging, you're probably just foraging for a pint. Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah. Pretty much so. Yeah, Maybe so. a fish and chips or something. Yeah, love yeah. that for sure. I've so, done a, three times I've done that Guinness Brewery Tour, and I don't even drink beer, but it's uh, my husband loved it, and it's always you know kind of gets you back to... I guess we'll call it nature in Ireland. Right. <laughs> well, and and that's the thing. Guinness is nature, right, in Ireland? Yeah. And, uh, and, it's like and drinking a loaf of bread. Exactly. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> it's good for you. So I know that you've you've done some foraging for pints in the past. You've walked along the coast, and you've had some adventures along the way. And why don't you tell us a little bit about what's happened to you while, while that search for the elusive pint is uh, in front of you? Well, um, I think I might have mentioned earlier that the first time I went to Ireland, I was on a boat from France, from La Havre, France, to Rossler Harbor, and I get seasick when it was a, a rough crossing, as they say, and uh, there was a bunch of lorry drivers on the boat, and I, they could see how ill I was, and they took me back to their room and gave me a cot, and I woke up the next day, and they, they were like, American girl, American girl, is it true, like the TV show we see, Dallas and Dynasty, that every married man in America has a mistress? And I was like... One, oh, at least five. I mean, they were just like hanging on your every word, which was pretty interesting. That's because they only had like two channels back then, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, and then on that trip also, uh, we were in Tipperary. I think I was about 19 years old at the time. And a friend of mine, uh, his family owned a weaver shop. And so we were sort of hitchhiking around and whatnot. But we were, it was pouring rain and we wanted to get out of the rain. And we went in, probably had a pint and we had some oxtail soup, which is mm. special mm. at a, mm. a lot mm. of pubs in Ireland. Yeah. Anyway, our luggage was wet and we put it by the fireplace and we had our oxtail soup and all of a sudden we smelled something burning. It was like, oh my God, what's on fire? We realized it was our luggage. Oh, so not, we had the to run over. Not, not the, the soup. Not the soup, huh? Yeah. No. 
But we uh, we got it out before there was too much damage, and uh, we were grateful for that. Um, another time, uh, my, my friend Connor, he's one of my best friends, and I met him in Chicago soon after I moved here from New York about 28 years ago. I threw a St. Patrick's Day limousine race pub crawl. Wow. And, limousine uh, race? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Hmm. Wow. Don't knock it till you try it because you'd really, it's really, I, really I'm good. not knocking it. I kind of like it. Yes, yeah, it's a good time. You break up uh, no husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends. You break everybody up so everybody meets new people. And each each limo goes to a different pub and you have to get something unique and different and bring it back. And at the end of the night, the owners of the Abbey Pub pick the winning limousine and so it's like a scavenger hunt, foraging, I guess, if you Correct. will, yeah. Uh, yeah. hunt uh, for with limousines. Yeah. Right, but the idea is not to be destructive and like rip the towel dispenser off the bathroom wall. The idea is to be creative. So mm. one limo got a bunch of guys in Viking hats, and they got up and sang, my baloney has a first name. I don't know. Then uh, hmm. uh, it, The Oscar know, Mayer song, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's just a big, big mishmash of fun things. But um, and do you think that's strange? I mean, because Mike and I have done that right here uh, on Windy City Average Radio. We, we've sung the Oscar Mayer song uh, with Viking hats because yeah. you know the Vikings at one point were in Ireland. Oh, right. absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. So, so we we pay tribute to those that have lived in the in. in the, in the country before, and the right. Vikings were one of them. By by you should have singing seen. about our favorite baloney, you know. <laughs> there you should go. Have, you should have seen our Germanic show when we uh, when we sang sang about Brockwurst. You know, it was fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, one of the places we visited was Woodquay. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Woodquay in Dublin, mm-hmm. and it was the site of the Viking settlement in 841. Pretty mm. wild. Yeah. A recent settlement by by Ireland standards, by the way. You know, yeah, because that, uh, yeah, long, long history. Right, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, another one of my favorite places that I've gone is uh, Dunmore East. My friend Connor, uh, his sister has a place down there. And years back, we were down there, and we were uh, uh, Connor's friend Frank and I were sort of late getting out to meet with everybody. And we were walking across the street, and her sister's house is right on the ocean. And this huge wave came up and smashed into us, and we got completely drenched. But the pub was closing in an hour, so I thought, well, what the heck? I'll just keep going. All and about the pint. Exactly, that pint, that elusive pint. So Frank went back to change, and we were in the pub sitting by the fire trying to dry off. We looked out the window, and he's walking back again, and another wave comes and knocks him again. And we were howling. I mean, it does rain a lot in Ireland, so I guess that it wouldn't be surprising that the sea nearby is uh, – is rough and ready to throw you around there. Um, and then a couple of years ago, my husband and I went over for a week and uh, stayed with them in Dublin. But then we went down to Duncannon Beach, and it was New Year's Eve. We were staying at their cottage, and uh, instead of driving into town, we walked with flashlights, and we had to like kind of shimmy down this sandy beach and find our way to this little restaurant called Squiggles in town. Squiggles? Squiggles. It was huh. a good time. We ran into like some... A, a kind of a traditional Irish uh, restaurant. Yes. Is that... Uh, <laughs> That's an Irish the, name. The Squiggles family? Yeah. yeah right. Mm. The Mick Squiggles. Mick Squiggles. Or the old right. Squiggles. I don't know. Yeah, they were the all there, squiggles. I think. Yeah, right. But anyway, we, we, we walked home afterwards, and I think everybody in this little town was doing the same thing because no one wanted to drive, and everybody was whistling and singing, and it was New Year's Day, and it was just a happy memory. All right. Whistling and singing all in the search for the elusive pint. Right. Scooting so down sand hills to find thing. squiggles. And yeah. back to the earlier story about the limo races. You know, any foraging activity that ends with the Looney family, I'm all about, right? Yeah, yeah. amen to that. Isn't that yeah. a beautiful thing? Yeah. So we're going to play a little bit of music here. Uh, we're going to play this from the Young Dubliners. One summer's evening drunk to hell I stood there nearly lifeless And an old man in 
In these challenging times, the Flood family is here to help. We would like to be your new garbage man. Flood Brothers Disposal, like you, understands how hard it is to manage a household, how hard it is to manage a business. Flood Brothers doesn't have stockholders to take care of. Their only care is taking care of you. Flood Brothers Disposal and Recycling has been Chicagoland's choice for refuse disposal since 1960, serving high-rise commercial properties, factories, retail shops, and office buildings. How does Flood Brothers outperform those large national companies? It's simple. Their friendly drivers provide old-fashioned service, same-day response, and 24-hour pickup. At Flood, there's only one way to do the job, the right way. At Flood, there's only one way to price the job, the fair way. Find out more about the Flood Brothers. Call 773-626-5800 or on the web at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Call 773-626-5800. Back in 1922, my grandfather Thomas J. Cooney opened his one-room funeral parlor on Chicago's north side. We take tremendous pride in his decision to serve others in their time of need as we continue to put families first when their loved ones pass away. For three generations and over 90 years, the Cooney Funeral Home has served families in our Irish community with the highest degree of care and comfort. We know that the death of a loved one can bring about some of the most important decisions you may ever have to make in a short period of time. That's where we would like to help. We'll serve as a guide and an advisor while arranging your funeral plans and help you in any way we can to ease your sorrow. We want your trust. We will serve you in a professional manner on a personal level just as our parents and grandparents did before us. With locations in Chicago on Irving Park and in Park Ridge on Bussey Highway, we're always there to help you and your family. For more information, please visit CooneyFuneralHome.com. Come out and enjoy the fun, our 31st annual Gaelic Park Irish Festival on May 26th through the 29th. It's the first major holiday of the summer. We have some great bands coming this year, including Jig Jam, Emmett Cahill of Celtic Thunder, Socks in the Frying Pan, along with local bands such as American English, Patty Holman, Kathleen Grennan, and Joe Cullen, and many, many others. After being cooped up all winter, Mike, the idea of enjoying great entertainment, food, and refreshments in an outdoor setting is extremely attractive, almost like forest bathing. And we have numerous exhibits, including a petting zoo, Irish pony exhibition, and sports on the main pitch, a refreshing change from winter hibernation. Visit Irish Fest website at Chicago Gaelic Park Irish for schedules and more information. The Carrick Pub offers a delightful pub menu Monday through Thursdays from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., Fridays from 5 to 10 p.m., and Saturday and Sundays from 3 to 8 p.m. Our pub menu is sure to please the hungriest of appetites. Live entertainment is featured every Friday and Saturday night with no cover charge. And the best thing is you don't have to forage for your food. They bring it to you. For a listing of all of our events, please check out our website at Chicago Gaelic Park. Chicago Gaelic Park, located at 6119 West 147th Street in my hometown of Oak Forest, is open to the public. And the telephone number is 708-687-9323. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mike. 
Socks in the frying pan. Yeah, Windy City Irish Radio, uh, they were right here in the studio. They were right, sitting right, sitting right where, where sitting I am right, right now. Yeah, yeah, did a lot of songs that And uh, Jig Jam. At, uh, Jig Jam, I just like saying we that just name. like saying Jig Jam over yeah, and over. Right, Jig yeah. Jam, Jig Jam. We've had Celtic Thunder on uh, on you know interviews here. We've had Katie Grennan here. Katie on, Grennan, the lovely yeah. Katie Grennan's yeah. been on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Joe Cullen, he hasn't made it here yet. He should. No, he should be here. We're, well, well, we'll call him on that. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. that out. But mm-hmm. that's a great festival. It's always Memorial Day weekend. There's bands on several stages. Socks in the Frying Pan is playing six times over the six weekend. Six shows. Six times. I mean, that's crazy. So, you know, how many socks can you have? Well, yeah. I can have plenty. I Dress socks. Yeah. Tuxedo socks. Athletic socks. Knee-high socks. Well, just think about the colors. Bobby socks. Different colors for different right. days. Stock yeah, different capping. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 all it's, it's endless. Socks. Right, yeah. So uh, I wanted to mention next week we're going to be welcoming into the studio um, this really special special group. It's uh, from the Riverside Center for Education. They're putting on this performance or this new original musical called The Hedgerow. And it's a fellow by the name of Peter Searby. And he's a uh, writer, director, uh, co-director actually. And uh, he's leading the band along with John Shine. And, oh, uh, Teresa's brother. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And those guys are in a band that's uh, near and dear to our hearts, The Great Whiskey Project. And uh, they, uh, this Riverside Center for Education, it's a, it's a great organization, and um, they're having this uh, performance of kids, and they're going to be in the studio singing for us and playing for us. I'm really looking forward to that. And, yes. I uh, think some of these kids are pretty talented. The Hedgerow takes place in the, you know, in the mid-1700s, you know, the, the secret schools, you know, mm-hmm. it, it taught subjects, you know, like Latin, math, Greek, but also Irish, and it was where the Catholics, you know, they weren't allowed to be Irish. They weren't allowed to be Catholic in the in those days, and uh, you know, they, for for fear of punishment from the English in, in Ireland. And uh, it's an interesting musical uh, written by Peter, and uh, it's going to be performed May the twenty fifth and twenty sixth at six thirty p.m. May the twenty seventh, they have a matinee. Tickets are only twelve bucks for adults, eight dollars for kids, eight to sixteen, seven and under are free. And uh, that's going to be taking place in Westmont. So uh, stay tuned for next week. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, do you think back in the 1700s, I mean, they didn't, they didn't have to worry about bathing in the forest. No, they didn't. Because they didn't have TVs and the internet and cell phones and, uh, and I don't know what kind of rhythm they had to reset, but they didn't even have that rhythm yeah. that they needed to reset. Yeah. <laughs> I think they had a circadian rhythm. You think they had the circadian rhythm? I don't. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd be surprised if they had that. They, had, they didn't have much. Well... I'm sure there was a whole lot of forest bathing bath in those days. You know, right. the and, brigands and would be on the road, and they'd yeah. probably go off to the side and leave. And they'd come, and the, the outlaws would take their stuff away. And I think a lot of Irish songs are written about such. things. Is that right? Okay. Well, yeah, yeah you, you 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 know better than I do. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, anyway, speaking of Irish songs, we played a couple there, The Rocky Road to Dublin. And I know, uh, Margie, you've been on that Rocky Road to Dublin several times. And uh, that was the Moxie Spring, Moxie Strings. And prior to that, The Pair of Brown Eyes, an Irish classic by a band out of California called The Young Dubliners. And uh, so we're here with our uh, Irish American Hall of Fame Trivia Night auction winners, the donors. I, well, I guess they, you are winners, right, tonight? We're because winners. look, you're here. Right, you're I mean, here. And winner, winner, winner chicken win. dinner, baby. Right, you got it. And, I mean, uh, and, and for them to donate what four thousand, two thousand a piece, <laughs> right? It gets bigger uh, every. And, yeah. and, and to pay that off in monthly uh, installments <laughs> uh, is very, very generous. It's, and we it's, thought we thought about you know for the for such a wonderful donation such as that we thought of about providing like gold plated chairs for you but we decided to give that to the actual charity the Irish American mm-hmm. Hall of Fame right there you go Good so yeah. I yeah. apologize for the just the regular old office yeah, chairs there yeah it's the best we could do on yeah. a tight budget 
But it's a uh, you know it's a wonderful thing. The Irish American Hall of Fame is coming up in June, and uh, we'll be having trivia night again in uh, in the fall. And oh, that well, what's goes, the date? Do we know uh, the, the date for the uh, trivia, trivia night? Trivia night, just so we can start brushing up on our trivia. I, I, I don't know. Well, it's a trivia question. We were asking you when is the date yeah, of the uh, trivia night? And we're not so, that was tell so much fun. Yeah. I, I did some Christmas shopping too. I ended it's, up getting yeah. a. Uh, we have a wonderful uh, silent auction yeah. with a lot of wonderful things that we uh, that we auction off, and one of them is a guest hosting co-hosting, I'm sorry, co-hosting spot on Windy City Irish Radio. So we're very thankful for you to uh, not only donate to the cause, but also to come in and join us tonight and tell all these wonderful stories. And, you know, as a foraging correspondent, we expect (laughs) you to keep us in the loop on all that's going on. And uh, Tim is going to take up, I think he's going to head out to Bussy Woods. I am, actually. I can't wait to to get, uh, yeah, I I hope I don't get lost. Cleanse himself. Because I won't have a GPS uh, to get me out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mar- Margie, when is your next trip to Ireland? You just got back, so you're probably going what in July? No, no, I, I don't know. Tomorrow, don't know she's going to be back there tomorrow. <laughs> well, now, now that she knows about all the new trends, there you go. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm not sure when. But maybe next year or the year after. Um, you know, my friend Connor comes to the states a lot, but it's always great to go and see his wife and kids, and they're just wonderful. They just bought a new house. Um, good people. They always introduce me to other good people, and you know, and that's come back with great memories. What it's all, that's how the world goes around, right? Absolutely. So uh, that old clock on the wall is telling us it's about time for us to go. But again, I wanted to thank you guys for coming in, and uh, and again, donating to the cause, the Irish American Hall of Fame. And um, I want to thank all of our listeners and uh, all of our sponsors. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mike. Thank you to Mike, our engineer. And uh, we're going to close this out with a. Uh, by a fellow near and dear to your hearts, uh, fellow Irishman, Ed Sheeran. Good night, everybody. Of all money that I had, I spent it in good company. And all the harm that I've done, alas, So fill to me the parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all. Of all the comments that I had, they are sorry for my going. I had They would wish me One more day To stay But since It falls Unto my Lord That I Should write And you should Not I'll gently rise And I'll softly Call Good night and joy be with you all A man may drink and not be drunk A man may fight and not be slain 
Parting glass. 